Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Thursday, February 10th, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes, 30 under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. the verified one at Tim Gettys. Let's him host, Greg. It's been a couple great shows with you on Kind of Funny Games Daily. A couple days ago, I made the appearance doing the predictions for the uh, Nintendo Direct. Now I get to be here recapping the Nintendo Do you Direct. Want, Last we week, need- we got Nintendo financial information. It's a big, it's a big Nintendo couple days for me greg do you want to take your victory lap now or later because you came Uh, through you had all these crazy predictions 40 minutes of predictions for a 40 minute uh nintendo direct then it came through yesterday a lot of it happened a lot of it and then he laughed Mm -hmm. at you a lot more Mm -hmm. yeah yeah you know it's not so much a victory lap because i just want to say like just that we're all winners out here we're getting strikers back we're getting way more mario kart than i ever thought we would get from nintendo in the year of our lord 2022 so yeah you know what we're all we're all victors and i appreciate and love every single one of you out there well tim mm-hmm. believe it or not it's a huge show we have yes. to talk about this nintendo direct we have to talk about the fact that kind of funny might be buying the rights to the lord of the rings wow and how great Horizon's accessibility features are. We're going to talk about all of this and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show at patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Over on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, you can write in to be part of the show. You can get the show ad-free, and you can get it with the exclusive post show we do each and every weekday. If that wasn't enough, ladies and gentlemen, of course, you could say, hey, I want to support on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. I want to be able to watch the X cast get recorded live. I want to watch the games cast get recorded live all on mm-hmm. patreon.com slash kind of funny games. But if you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. Of course, you could be watching live as we record the show for free on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, just like PJ Julian is Edwin Riviere river river R river. It's going, and then there's one, two, one at the end. That's a hard one to figure out. And then Mal 13 R. Uh, if you're watching live, of course, please give us that twitch sub if you have it of course if you have amazon prime you have a free twitch sub to give it away why not give it to us google gaming prime or prime gaming whatever the hell it's called nowadays uh, and then of course if you're watching live your real job is to go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday. Remember, if you want to go that extra mile, use our creator code, kind of funny, all one word on the Epic Game Store. If you go there and play your PC games, you can use it there. If you're playing Fortnite, playing Rocket League, playing on your PS5, playing your Switch, you can enter the Epic uh, creator code, uh, kind of funny there and get it as well. Mm-hmm. Housekeeping for you. Uh, we have done it finally, ladies and gentlemen. We talked about it a lot last year. It was on the Kind of Funny podcast document for a long, long, long time. Never happened. It finally happened. It's up right now on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny podcast services around the globe. The Kind of Funny podcast where we rank the states. We rank the United States <laughs> of America, ladies and gentlemen. Uh-huh. And let me tell you, it is probably, and I know, I see, I feel like I've said this a lot lately. I feel like we've been on fire since we came back. I came back. You know, not that I'm the thing, but you know what I mean. Being here mm-hmm. and doing it, I think we're all firing us letters. Yeah, 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 yeah. It might be my mo- my favorite kind of funny podcast of all time. Like to the point that, for for obviously, I enjoyed making the show. Then because you're performing, I'm doing it. And then I finish and I go take care of Benjamin, right? And we, we took him to swim class last night. It was great. I wake up this morning and it goes live, and then I get to just have. I have so many people actually angry with how Tim, Nick, and I ranked their states. And I will not engage in a serious conversation about how we ranked your state. I will only give you the full-on antler Greg Miller of I am going to just make more fun of your state for this. Because, of course, I was in the shower in hysterics 
in his like doing the Greg Wheeze laugh by myself in the shower Sam doing my hair when I remembered that Nick and I tried to get main ranked higher because all we knew was that lobsters were there and we thought that was mysterious we kept yeah. saying it was mysterious and sexy that Nick we should get it up because of it Greg the the best thing to come from this podcast hold on everybody sorry my wife is locked out the live chat is telling me my wife is locked out of the basement hold on the best thing to come from this podcast is undeniably the comments because Greg is right. Nothing has brought me more joy. We just had one of the greatest yeah. Nintendo Directs of all time you yesterday. Thank you thank him for that. You would have been left out there forever. Thanks, everybody. I appreciate it. Yeah, they got to get smart locks. You know what I mean? He's got to <laughs> key it in. Get out. Get in. Greg, I was saying that, uh, that my favorite thing about this is the comments because like we made this content and now oh they're making the content that will be our future content that we talk about. I mean, we're doing it right now. My favorite yeah. comment I've seen that I've read probably a hundred times today and laughed every single time is on our subreddit uh, okay. where Bond Diesel says, it's a ranking where one state got ranked because it is honest for being north of another state. <laughs> well, fucking, that's some West Virginia shit. You know what I mean? Like, get the fuck out of here, West Virginia, you piece of shit. Bond Diesel's on fire because he's my favorite, one of my favorite, he's one of my favorite YouTube comments as well. Which, I tweeted out a whole thread of him today, but Bond Diesel said, Nick basically rated the non-California states by whether he spent 30 minutes there and had a good meal. <laughs> I love us so much. And Greg, here's another reason I love us. Moving on from that piece of housekeeping. No, to the I next... want to give one more shout out. Go one more piece of shout out. There's one other great comment in there. There's a kid from Vermont who's just like, man, I had hope when Greg tried to get it out, but he couldn't remember the name of the city he visited. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god they're so useless. come have some fun and find out why your state sucks because they all suck oh i love it so much but sorry, uh what was the other thing just the, the, what i love as well greg is last week it was roger Bercorny's birthday and he slacks me in the morning he goes hey man it's my birthday and i'm like happy birthday roger and he goes hey dude i wanted to do something special for my birthday so i woke woke up and wrote a script for a video i recorded the script can i send you the the mp3 of it and let me know what you think if you want to post it on kind of funny he sends me and it's a nine minute audio file and i'm like i guess i'm listening to this we'll see how this goes within one minute i'm in hysterics because he didn't tell me what the topic was and i almost don't even want to spoil what the topic is well, although the i guess the, the, the yeah the thumbnail's yeah, going to it without it so so i'm gonna do it but it's uh roger exposes the largest gaming hoax of all time Peter Griffin joining Fortnite. And he did a full-on investigative deep dive video essay into what the hell's going on with Peter Griffin joining Fortnite. And it is hilarious. And now the finished product is up on youtube.com slash kind of funny games. You gotta go check it out. It is it is so special. And I hope that we get more from the mind of Roger Bercorny because it is absolute insanity. YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. Go find out about the Peter Griffin conspiracy in Fortnite. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Gordon McGuire, James Davis, aka at James Davis Makes, Pranksky, Manny the Bagel Boy Sanchez, and Blackjack. Today, we're brought to you by ExpressVPN and Chime, but we'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Six items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. Tim, I want to start with the Nintendo Direct recap. The I like that. I'm going to go through, ladies and gentlemen, by my count, all 27 games that were done there. Some of these are like montages, you know. But we're going to go through it. Maybe you missed it. I'm going to go through, not at light speed, but quick speed. That way, then at the end, we can discuss the biggest things out of it. And then I want to talk specifically Mario Kart 8 Deluxe DLC, Timothy. Okay. But here's how it goes. Uh, they opened with Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes coming out June 24th. Then, of course, Advanced Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Campaign got a new trailer coming out on April 8th. No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. Sky. I uh, got a thing coming out this summer. Then Mario Strikers Battle League came out. Five on five games. Up to eight players uh, when you're playing together. June 10th, that one's coming out. Splatoon 3 uh, showed off its Salmon Run Next Wave mode. That summer, uh, 2022. Front Mission First uh, Remake uh, showed up. That's coming this summer. Front Mission two remake is coming in the future they debuted disney speedstorm it's a free-to-play kart racing game it's got cross play it'll be out this summer they showed the force unleashed which got us excited and they were like wait this looks like trash it's because they ported the wii version of it that's coming out april 20th uh they showed the uh, yeah. ac assassin's uh, creed uh the Ezio collection that's coming out on uh february 17th hold on one second hold on, hold on. oh interesting okay okay 
Imran Khan, you, I don't know, you see this earlier today? Imran Khan from, of course, fanbite.com, formerly of this show, Kind of Funny Games Daily. He said earlier today, hey, I have something I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put up today when I get some things signed up. And when you do that, I said, tweet it to me. And he tweets me, or I'm sorry, insert, or whatever, Slack me. And he goes, as requested, and it's some details from the unannounced Resident Evil 4 remake. We'll get into that in a little bit. We'll get into oh, that in a little bit, Timothy. We'll get into that a little yes. bit. Unless you want to pivot to that to be your number one story. But I think we stick with this and do the Mario Kart thing. And then we'll do an ad break and then we'll come back to that. I'll have time to I love prep that. it. Love that. Um, Force Unleashed sucked. Uh, Assassin's Creed SEO Collection, February 17th. They showed SD Gundam something or other 2022. Chrono Cross, the Radical Dreamers edition, uh, April 7th. Then we got more of Kirby Forgotten Land, which introduced Mouthful Mode. And we got Car Mouth, Vending Mouth, Cone Mouth, Scissor Life Mouth, Scissor, scissor was- Lift Mouth. What was it that? was gross. It was gross. Some it's one of those, shit I've when, he ever puts seen his, when he puts his mouth around the car, it stresses me out because I feel like that's where it would start yeah, to crack. He's like gonna rip. tear. He's gonna he's rip. Gonna tear. That's oh. right. But I'm telling it's you, those older kids love it. That's what they want to see. I know. They want to see Kirby tear. Mm-hmm. I don't like they the want They want the risk of tear is what they March want. March 25th. That's coming out March 25th. Uh, MLB The Show 22 on Switch showed just, up. Just uh, that comes that's, out what April 5th. that's what I read. That's what I read. Sure it I'm is. Then they ran through a bunch of collections they're going to have. They got Kingdom Hearts, in, Ingram, Masterpiece for Cloud. Then they got uh, Kelowna and Kelowna 2 coming out <laughs> July 8th. The Portal Companion Collection is coming out later this year. And then Live a Live. Is that what it is? I, I, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. July uh, 22nd. Looks awesome. HD2D. Looks awesome. Pear sold me on. I mean, the 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 trailers. I was like, I'm gonna play this game and try this game. And then Pear was talking it up on Twitter last night. It's like his favorite game of all time or favorite RPG of all time. I gotta check it out. Then number fifteenth here. Number fifteen. They showed Nintendo Switch Sports, uh, basically bringing back uh, Wii Sports before the Switch. Uh, tennis, bowling, chambra, uh, soccer, badminton, volleyball. Uh, it's gonna have local play and online. It's coming out April 29th. Or I'm sorry, 20. Yeah, that's right. April 29th, 2020. There'll be an update in the summer to use the pro controller when you're trying to play uh, well, the soccer kicking game because I got a soccer whatever game in there. And then uh, in the fall, it's going to update with golf. You'll have your own golf game in there, and it'll be fun for everybody. Mm-hmm. Andy was very excited. Uh, there's an online play test coming uh, February 18th through the 20th with bowling, chambra, and tennis. Then they got that drum game. Uh, Taiko notes a Susu Rhythm Festival. <laughs> 76 songs, four-player co-op. Uh, there's an in-game subscription with 500 songs. It's coming in 2022. Uh, they showed Triangle Strategy again, put out a demo uh you guys a new demo it goes up to chapter three your save data will transfer when the game comes out next month cuphead the delicious last course got a trailer june oh, yeah. 30th Not then they, they announced yes we know it's your birthday we're very excited we're very Thank excited then uh metroid dread got a free update announcement uh it's got uh dread mode difficulty which of course is super hard you get hit once you're dead then they got rookie mode difficulty which is super easy <laughs> and i'm gonna play it on that probably uh it's out uh, right now that's great uh, just the one time I want to cut you off here, just to because I don't Please. think we're going to go back to Metro Dread, is the rookie mode is huge. Like that is going to allow so many more people to enjoy this extremely Including quality me. video game. Um, and for real, I know. I, I mean, and I'm not being facetious. Like I missed it because it dropped. Like the Switch and Dread dropped like the day Benjamin was born, and so. I totally missed it. And then all the reviews were like, it's punishing and I love it. And I'm like, I hate that kind of shit. I'm not going to play it. So this yeah. totally makes me want to turn it on and go. It, in my opinion, it's it's more of a can of bridge of spirits punishing and less a seafood punishing. But like like for you, like I feel like you you would but you enjoy know it. How I'd, be, I'd get to a boss. I'd get frustrated. I'd put it down to like clear my head and I'd start playing something else and I'd never come back. But what, what I'm hoping for is that you can change the difficulty on the fly. Like that is something that I really appreciate. The video games have allowed kind where it's like you, slash you're wrong. Tell us if that's correct. Yeah, it love, is you could do. It. Oh shit, yeah, that because that'd be huge. I really, I really enjoy that as a feature. And I, I the first time I experienced that was, and I'm not saying this is the first time it existed, but the first time I saw it was uh, God of War. And I remember there was one fight that I was like, I'm just getting my teeth kicked in. I don't want this right now. And yeah. I just dropped the difficulty to to easy. Got through that one fight. Later went back and and did a similar thing again. And then For I sure. was good. But I was just like, that's such a nice thing. So. Good for you, Nintendo. I hope that's the way it works. Yeah, I think that's a great way. And you know, again, I know how beloved I know how beloved Metroid is. I know how much people loved Metroid Dread. And even I saw um the one, the only, the lion, Lucy O'Brien from IGN.com, mm-hmm. uh, talking about how much she didn't think she'd like Metroid Dread, and then it became, I want to say, one of her games of the year. But she definitely loved it last year when she was playing it and talking about survival horror and stuff. She made me interested in it, but still, when people are like, "Oh yeah," and I spent whenever somebody's like, "Oh man, I spent two hours on a boss," I'm like, "Fuck that, not no thanks." Like that's not how I want to play a game yeah. or whatever. It's and the so, like, final boss, but but still, you know what, Tim? A lot of times people say online, "Man, mm-hmm. Tim Gettys, what a Nintendo Switch fanboy," mm-hmm. and I say, "No, he's not. 
he's got a lot of great things. And then here you are just carrying water. I can't even have a fucking opinion without you being like, no, it's Mm, not that mm, bad, actually. mm, Well, mm. actually, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. Where do they put the corporate apologist Gettys? That's what they've been calling me. (laughs) Do they call you that? Mm. Oh, they do. (laughs) You don't want to know if they call me. Oh, man, there was a great thing. I didn't want to. It's because it was from a jerk. I didn't want everyone fires. Okay. Fuck. Oh, smokes. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that what it was? It was smokes. Smokes. Oh, it was yeah. the smokes. Oh, and that's and that's fantastic. It was a, a you know return. All right, I'm just saying. Tim yeah. can't be wrong. I did. I got a lot of tweets yesterday. Of people being like, "There were smokes." <laughs> there were smokes, and it worked out in the end. Yeah. Sorry, Sorry. Right. didn't mean to cut you off here, Greg. Let I'm me, furious. Where do I get a demo this on this thing? Where's the triangle strategy demo? Click on. I'm, oh, I click. You're trying to get it. the triangle strategy demo right now? Yeah. Well, I want. I keep. I. I, I brought it over. It's downloaded. Everything's fine. Don't worry. We got it. Yeah. It's happening, ladies and gentlemen, right there. You see the mm-hmm. two updates happening there on my Switch. And I already got Cart downloaded. I'm ready. Hell yeah. We'll dude. talk about Cart in a second. Sorry. Uh, Nintendo Switch Online then announced that they're also adding Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings, which is basically Mother 1, the NES game. Uh, that's out today as well. Uh, then they went, did one of those really quick things, right? And I, my notes don't even make sense. Zombie Army, something's coming in April. Gets Fuma's coming out today. Demon Slayer, maybe Demon Slayer. Slay Damon Hatfield, June 10th. Uh, Lego Bra- Brawls. <laughs> Lego Brails is what I wrote. Lego Brawls, June 2022. Uh, Two-point campus, yada, yada, yada. They had a whole bunch of stuff. Go watch the direct. Or watch our reactions, which are live youtube.com mm-hmm. slash kind of funny games right now uh then mario kart 8 deluxe got rolled out we all got excited because they're like we want to talk about what's coming to mario kart and we're all like <gasps> like mario kart 9 is it actually happening and then they're like it's mario kart 8 and we're like what and then they're like it's uh dlc and they showed the remastered courses for paid dlc it's the booster course pass a lot the messaging on this was a little clunky and a lot of people got uh confused by it so to be clear for 24.99 uh, you get 48 new courses by the end of 2023. What's going to happen is they're going to you're going to get six drops of eight courses apiece. So you'll get that equals to the 48. The first one is coming on our first drop. The first eight courses are coming on March 18th for 20. And again, it's total 24.99. A lot of people initially knee jerked thinking it was, you know, six easy payments of 24.99. It is not that at all. Just 24.99. But if that wasn't a good enough deal for you, it's also free with the expansion pack. So if you have the Nintendo Switch online expansion pack, you have it already. You don't have to worry about it. Then to end it all, Timothy, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 was revealed. Cisco freaked out wherever he is, wherever he's touring and, and, and killing it. Uh, and, coming and, out on September 22nd, the day after Poe's birthday. And I, I know think. that, you know, we're, we're not really the JRPG guys. We're definitely not the Xenoblade Chronicles uh, enthusiasts. And we always joke about the Cisco thing because it is funny. But, like, this is a huge deal. And this is going to speak to a lot of core Nintendo gamers out there. And people are very, very, very stoked that not only is this happening, but that it's happening with the release date that we expect to stick like this. I, I truly believe is going to mm-hmm. happen. Um, so all that really, really cool. I love that this direct kind of spoke to uh, a lot of different types of Nintendo gamers, even if the big one more thing isn't necessarily for us. We got a whole bunch of other things, but I'm happy that they're speaking with big triple a Nintendo titles to the audiences that want them. Yeah. And yeah, I, I'm with you of like the big one more thing wasn't for us. It's for the Nintendo audience. We know how many people love Xenoblades, and I can't fucking complain if you're going to give me 48 new courses for Mario Kart right before. Straight that. up. Like, you know what Straight I mean? Like, what, what am I going to do? Like, I'm gonna be, and I didn't point out, sorry, they're remastered courses from Mario Kart's history. They're all over the place, including the newest uh, on tour one, although, you know, then all the way back through other stuff. And yada, yada, yada. But we'll talk yeah. about that in a second. Before we get into the Mario Kart, we talked about the Metroid Dread thing. That's great. Um, I guess. Do you have anything? How you're stoked for Strikers, right? That's when you oh freak out the most on the stream. Yeah, no, I mean, like you know, everybody uh, that knows kind of funny knows that I really am passionate and care about things like Marvel and Nintendo, and there's certain things that get me really excited. Um, and big reveals are are one of those things. And I have my big freak out moments, and they that's me hanging out with my friends. And when something surprises me, I get really excited. I don't know if I've ever been caught off guard as much as I was yesterday with Strikers, like. I was genuinely shocked that it's actually happening. There was a lot of logic that led to making me believe that it could possibly happen. Uh, But it's been over a decade since we last saw uh, a Mario Strikers game. Like I had truly given up hope that we were going to see one again. Like it didn't feel core to the sports franchise in the way that golf and tennis did. Um, And I think a big part of that too is the art style. Like Mario Strikers represented a shift from Nintendo that was almost a weird one-off experiment where it, there was an anger to it. There was a rawness to it. Like there's mm-hmm. a, there's black outlines and like Mario looked mad. You know what I mean? When you play like you'd see these guys and they, for the first saw, time ever, Mario's cast looked cool. 
I saw a clip going around yesterday of uh, uh, Louis Waluigi doing a crotch chop. Like that was something that was in the original version. <laughs> like, all right, yeah. hell yeah, I get yeah. down this extreme Mario Kevin. And and that was backed up with an extremely fun multiplayer game. Like yeah, that yeah. was the type of game on the the GameCube and even uh, the Wii era that was like that was in the rotations uh, for those eras. In the same way we always talk about N sixty four having Golden Eye and Smash and uh, Mario Party. Like when we got to the the GameCube era, it was it was Smash, it was Strikers. Like that was one of the the core weekend. We're we're playing this for hours on end type games, sure. uh, especially because you could have multiple like as many players as you could. So. Um, I am very excited that it's back. I can't believe they're keeping the, the art style. So much of that's exciting to me. The uh, up to eight players is very, very cool. June 10th, close enough for me that I, I'm like, okay, cool. That's that's feeling imminent at this point yeah. with how quickly days are moving. Um, a lot to be worried about, obviously. Mario Tennis and, and Golf weren't the best. I think that they're kind of um, those alongside Super Mario Party. Wait. No. Yes. Yes. Super Mario Party was the first one. Mario Party Superstars. You're right. You're right. Right. I you're think. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're right. I'll but the, the first Mario Party on on Switch and the two sports titles, I would say, are examples of the weaker Switch entries in Nintendo franchises. Uh, next to pretty much knock it out of the park every time entries we've seen for most other franchises. Um, so I'm a little little hesitant about that. But seeing the trailer, seeing the art style, I'm like they they know what they have here. So I'm 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 hopeful. You should be. I am as well. Uh, and then I guess the other thing we haven't touched on, but why not? Nintendo Switch Sports. That got a big pop out of the group, too. Exciting to see that stuff back. I'm excited to bowl again. Have some fun out there. Yeah, very cool. That's a, a weirder one for me where, like, I, I'm happy it exists. I don't actually care about it. I'm not really going to play it. Um, I got my fill back then. I'm surprised in multiple ways. I expected to get this a lot sooner in the Switch's life cycle. Like, mm -hmm. I can't believe it take, took five years to, to get here. I'm also surprised that it's not part of the expansion pass or something. Like, th this kind of feels like that type of game to me, where it's just, like, Nintendo adding value to their ecosystem with their Wii Sports title, right? Um, but we'll see. They seem to be adding a lot into it, and they seem to... What, what excites me most about the uh, Switch Sports game that we saw yesterday is it seems to be quality over quantity. They had resort. They had some of the other things, and like not all of the games were created equal. It seems like they're like, let's focus on things and actually have good gameplay experiences. I say that while they also had one of the most awkward direct presentation moments we've had since the original reveal with One Two Switch, um, with them having the Joy-Con on their legs, jumping around, playing volleyball, and then the dude just like took off into outer space. I don't really fucking know what happened, but um, <laughs> yeah, that's all I have to say on that. Okay, then let's transition, ladies and gentlemen, over to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and its Booster Course Pass, the DLC. Tim, you slept on it for a night here. Mm -hmm. You are, of course, a humongous Mario Kart fan. Mm -hmm. And to the point, I, I want to come out and stump for you. You know, obviously, I do a lot of characters on these shows. I do. You know that I love Mario Kart. I, you know, I, I've come from, I played so much Double Dash in college. I, you know, used to throw IGN parties when the Wii One launched, yada, yada, yada. Like, I love Mario Kart. Your passion for Mario Kart dwarfs mine in every way to where, like, we're talking about years after the 2017 release, you and me would be on a flight, and I would look over at what you're playing on your Switch, and you would still be grinding out 200 CCs. I'm like, Jesus, dude. Like, yeah. I was like, it's like, it's one of those things where, again, I respect you so much in your passion Thank for you. Nintendo products and Thank stuff, you. but, like, Smash and Kart, I'm just like, well, it's not even fun to try playing you. Like, you know this oh. shit so well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, I'm not that good at anything, but uh, I just love it so much, and I, I love Mario Kart, and guess what, Greg? What I do last night, I played a lot of Mario Kart, and it was yeah. a lot of fun. Just like, uh, you had to redownload it. I'll never have to redownload it. Well, okay? well, no, well, for the record, I, I did take that under the chin from a lot of people of redownloading. It was my OLED. Switch OLED. I didn't turn on. I didn't. I didn't do the master wipe transfer everything for my old Switch. So cool. for my Switch cool. OLED, I just started up with what do I need right now, which was Animal Crossing, and I've been adding to that because I had such a backlog on my other Switch that I was like, I'm never gonna play it. You know, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I had so much fun just just popping in there, just playing a couple Grand Prix's and just getting ready because next month I'm gonna get to play courses in the Mario Kart 8 engine for the first time in almost a decade or that's not true yeah it almost is true at this point that's crazy that's crazy the last time we got some was 2014 whoa um i'm very excited about this i think that i, I tweeted about this but i think that this is 
one of the most exciting versions of the way that this could happen for me, where I love the Mario Kart 8 engine. I love the way that it plays. I think that it is the best the Mario Kart series has ever been. I love the having the, the two items, like the additions that Deluxe made over 8. I think it just plays like a damn dream. It looks fantastic. Everything about it is great. So just more courses, double the courses. We are going to, at the end of the day, double the amount of content in this game. And it already had a ridiculous amount of content. So all of that is fantastic to me. The pricing is, I think, a ridiculous value. $25, even if you're paying for it, that is like insane for 48 new courses, uh, which you wouldn't really get from a brand new Mario game anyways. A lot of the courses are going to be new to us because they're based on the Mario Kart World Tour mobile game uh, that we haven't had yet. What's interesting as an extra layer to that to me is that some of those levels are really cool. They're based on more modern games like New Donk City from Odyssey and things like that. Uh, but they're still making courses for that game. So one of the disappointing things about this news is that they're all going to be remastered tracks, which means we're not going to get new crossover things like the F-Zero track or the mm -hmm. Hyrule course that we got or Animal Crossing that we got in... Um, the dlc for mario kart 8 on the wii u but there is a workaround for that they could potentially do of making new tracks in tour and then remastering them on for this because this is going to last for the next two years till the end of 2023 so there's a lot of potential there so yeah let me give you the official rundown from nintendo and their press release that they put out uh, mario kart 8 deluxe booster course pass a total of 48 remastered courses from across the mario kart series will be coming to mario kart 8 deluxe's paid downloadable content eight courses will be released at a time over six waves by the end of 2023 which can all be played locally or online you can enjoy the mario kart 8 deluxe booster course pass at no additional cost with a paid nintendo switch online plus expansion pack membership or purchase it on its own for 24.99 courses such as Wii Coconut Mall, N64 Chuckle Mountain, uh, and uh, Tour Tokyo Blur will be included in the first wave. The first wave of the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass will launch on March 18th. Pre-orders are up now on the DLC thing for it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. The one, the only, the CEO Junior, Barrett Courtney. Another huge, I would never, uh, you know, I, I game respect game. Another humongous, colossal Mario Kart fan. Barrett, how are you? Doing well, Greg. How are you today? Good. Did you see the Mario Kart signal and join because of it? Yeah, I heard Mario Kart in 200cc, and then I just somehow ended up in this uh, Discord call. And again, that's the thing about it, where it's like, I, you know, I'm telling you guys, I fucking love Mario Kart. 200cc, I'm always like, that's not fun, and I don't want to learn it. And you psychopath. It sucks. <laughs> you, no, you, I, I don't like 200cc. It's fun. for fun. It's nah, so it fun. Uh, going back to, like, especially when you get so used to 200cc, it's not fun to go back to the others. Sure, sure. But the I'll levels just aren't designed around it. It's bad. It's a bad gameplay mode. Shouldn't exist. You're, it should only exist if they redesign the levels to to fit it better. I mean, you just gotta get you just gotta get better at it, Tim. I'm sorry. I'm not saying I'm bad at that. I, like <laughs> I'm just saying I don't enjoy it. Mm, mm. Barry, what um, was your take on this uh, DLC, the booster course? And, and for, it, it was, you know, I had the knee jerk reaction. I feel like a lot of people, especially when they're like, "Hey, we're gonna be rolling these out until the end of 2023," and it was like, "Oh, so like." MK9 ain't, ain't coming anytime soon. Cool. Educator um, Gamer writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Says good morning, KFGD crew. With the recent announcement of the booster course pass for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe during yesterday's Nintendo Direct, do you think the often rumor Mario Kart 9 will still come out on the Switch? With the strong sales number of this beloved racer and the slow rollout of the courses until the end of 2023, wouldn't it make more sense for Nintendo to put the next installment of Mario Kart out on the next Nintendo console? Tim, is that the right move? Well, there's a couple of things. First off, we're not getting a Mario Kart 9. This is <laughs> full-on proof that uh, Mario Kart Tour is Mario Kart 9. We'll be getting a Mario Kart 10. Uh, like, I think that that is undeniable at this point. Like, the way that Nintendo presented the, the, the maps, like, if you go to their website, it shows, like, what each map from the different from wave one is from and they treat tour as if it is a core title so it's gonna be 10 um i think that with this it's like we don't need mario kart 9 on the switch they're kind of giving us so much content and again like that it's not perfect like of course we want more crossover characters and more new levels that can uh cross over really at this point it's about the crossovers because they've already had so many courses them going back to all these old ones i'm a little bit surprised that they're not just straight up treating this like a platform going full on Smash mm -hmm. Ultimate with it. Of uh, hey, everything is here. It's all in one place. And this is Mario Kart. Like they could have just come out with a brand new Mario Kart, called it Mario Kart 10, had all these old levels, had it be this like, yo, we're starting from the the base being it's all here and then charging 60 bucks for it. Uh, so I'm a little surprised they're going this route, which I think is an insane deal. 
Yeah, I mean, that was my thing too, where, you know, it's funny, when we were going through the Direct, uh, you had already made the, oh, maybe we'll see this for Mario Kart 9 or whatever, some of the blah, and they showed that uh, Disney Kart racer. And you were like, well, we're not going to see anything from Mario Kart. So when they popped up, it was that initial like, oh shit, we're about to, oh, it's more Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And then when it was 48 courses, like, that got me insanely excited. I think that, and I'm with you of like, what a great deal. I already have the expansion pack, let alone the fact if I didn't, 25 bucks. And I, I, it's been interesting to see the internet's reaction to it. Because overall, and Tim, you're way more dialed than I am. What I've seen casually is positive. It seems like people are excited for it. But there has been a bit, bitten back and forth of like, oh man, like it's interesting that or, or, I have to pay for this. Like we've already done this, we've already done that, blah, blah, blah. And then people who just wanted a Mario Kart 9, which I get. For me personally, like 48 courses is a new Mario Kart. Oh, like, 100%. That's, it's it's gonna it's getting me to turn on this Mario Kart again and go play Mario Kart again and I already own that game so I'd rather and granted you know we would have gotten it for review and yada yada well, I guess actually we ended up buying a lot of Nintendo games but I digress let's just say for argument's sake I would have got it for free I'd rather pay the twenty five bucks for it just forty eight new courses than sixty bucks for a brand new Mario Kart right now like I want Mario Kart nine whenever whenever they get off their butts and give me a new Mario Kart I'm gonna pay for it or get it through whatever but I I'm there for it. But this seems like a crazy deal of like, yeah, why this is great, isn't it? I think this is a well, great deal. And after, I think this is a great move for it. After sleeping on it, like I I, I personally really enjoy it. Like it, it feels like them doing like I know people have been equating uh, equating it a lot to Smash Ultimate and like how uh they like kept adding to that uh over the years, especially on Switch, right? Um I think of it more as like them doing their weird little version of like uh Mario Party Superstars and giving us like this like really nostalgic like hey like here like a bunch of like old school tracks that you're gonna love going back to and like Tim was saying in the best Mario Kart engine in the in the game that feels the best to play right um, for me personally like it's it'll tide me over like I I don't I'm not as um, like. I don't care as much of like if it's a nostalgic track or if it's a crossover track, like Tim was saying, like with the the Zelda course and the F Zero courses, right? Um, I just want something else. I just want yeah. new courses and That's quote unquote new old courses being remastered, or whatever. But yeah, like just like I I need to not be playing the same. What is it like that's, eight uh, uh, things over and over again? Like I, I just need something. That's where I'm at too. Where it's like. I'm excited for this because it'll be new content. Even the courses that I've played before on previous carts, I'm not going to remember, and they're going to be remastered, and they're using the whole magnets and flying. Maybe. And all this yeah, no, I, oh, I, I said that, that yesterday. I, I, well, I said that because I assumed it. I still do assume it, but looking through the footage, like, people were tweeting me like, I don't I don't see evidence of that. And like, I, they're right. There is no evidence of that in them. But I just don't imagine them not doing that. Like, I feel like they that because they, they are re, not remastering. They are recording arrangements of the music with the mario kart orchestra which like i don't know if you remember but mario kart 8 soundtrack is a banger because it's super like jazz rock influenced and it takes all the classic songs and like they really went all out for it and we hear the coconut mall remix in the the trailer from yesterday and it's like they're going all out and if they're doing that if they're mario kart 8-ifying it that much i imagine they're gonna go a little bit further whether or not they do i don't think is that big of a deal because it doesn't drastically change the courses but some of them at least changes them visually like the gba course the opening gba course i think it's the toad circuit or whatever the hell like it used to just be an oval but then in mario kart 8 it became like a bent oval where you like you go up eventually yeah so i can see them doing that type of little change-ups which is which is fun yeah and again i think it's exciting just to have everybody playing kart again you know what I mean? Like it would be, uh, it, it would be weird. I and not weird, I guess, but in the way our jobs and world work for me to be like, hey, Mike, let's let's stream cart uh, today or whatever, right? But like the idea, I, like when we were all playing Mario Kart <laughs> Deluxe in 2017, when it came out, those were some of the best times in the office, where we were all fucking around and playing the community and doing all this stuff and like just having those moments. It was uh, so engaging and great and fun and just that and, and fun. That's the whole thing. And again, you know, people are like they want nine or they want a different game. I understand that. And maybe it's just me and how I use my switch and what I think of Nintendo games or whatever. Like I'm excited to have new content for the toy and go play with my friends with it. Yeah. And what I really love about that is the way that they're dropping this. Like we're about to get eight new courses Great next point. month. And then we're about to get eight new courses in intervals leading throughout this year and next year. Like that's going to, give us new Mario Kart drops and have that moment of us being able to join together as friends and have fun 
multiple times for the next two years with Mario Kart. That's so exciting to me. And when you start talking about the, the cost, like we were really only talking about the $25, which I think is a great deal. When you add in the fact that it's free with the expansion pack, it's like, come on. I've already went through all my arguments for why the expansion pack was already a good deal. It's just becoming more and more of a good deal. It's not a good get- deal until DK64 gets added to the uh n64 games right yeah and one day it might and on that day barrett's gonna be very happy but with with that i i think that you can go out there and get the expansion pack and if you play nintendo games i think it's becoming clear that they're going to keep adding more dlc expansion packs to the expansion pack that this one cost is going to cover your games when it comes to some of the nintendo titles that's huge this is a lot of content. And I was not even talking about the N64 games and all the, the other stuff. What I want to bring here is Beard Adept writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, what's up, Greg and Tim? Barrett, he didn't know you'd be here. Uh, that was a doozy of a direct with a lot of awesome announcements, but I want to focus on the Mario Kart booster course pass. With this and the fighter pass before it, do you think it'll set a precedent for Nintendo games? Could we see a party pass for Mario Party Superstars? Love to hear your thoughts, Beard Adept. Timothy? Yeah, I do. I mean, I think that that's kind of what they're they're going for. But uh, Bear just brought up this match thing with the challenger packs. Like, I I think that Nintendo clearly over the last decade at this point, starting really with Mario Kart Eight on the Wii U, was trying out different ways to figure how do we do DLC. In this direct we saw yesterday, it we saw a willingness of them to put out updates for things like Metroid Dread that are kind of smaller, just modes and things like that that aren't like, hey, here's content, but it's like, hey, we're just enhancing the gameplay experience that people had with dread it, it kind of is clear that they looked at the feedback to dread over the last couple months we're like hey some people want it harder some people want it easier let's make this game better for more people that's awesome whenever we see developers kind of thinking that way and i think with this it's another example of them being like look they're a business they're trying to make money this is the highest selling switch game by a large margin at this point of course they have a fan base there this is the type of news that's going to get people all over excited no matter what level of gamer they are this is exciting news and there's multiple entry points that are not that big of a investment and it's something that people have already invested in and are willing to invest in and that's the best type of uh audience you want as somebody trying to sell something is somebody that has already proven that they are willing to buy that thing right so i like this and i think that nintendo having its expansion pack be the home it didn't mean shit to me when it was animal crossing because i didn't care now it's like oh shit well i already had it for the n64 stuff and now i'm getting this too that's great what's next and i think exactly, we're gonna yeah, get what's next is really that's where it's interesting right of yeah what yeah. did you add to that hopefully the wrestling games one day uh barrett any final thoughts before we move on let's stream mario kart when it comes out Hell fuck yeah. yeah i'm right there brother let's do it ladies and gentlemen of course you can be part of the show at patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you write in with your questions where you get the show ad free and where you get it with the post show but guess what you're not watching over there so let's have a word from our sponsors this episode is brought to you by express vp and look i get it you don't watch porn so maybe you're just paying attention to this ad for you know a friend but with everything going on in the world governments have increased surveillance they're using your devices to track your location movements and in a lot of places your internet activity expressvpn reroutes your internet connection through a secure encrypted server so you can surf the web anonymously newsflash incognito mode is a sham your isp can still see every single site you visit but with one click of a button expressvpn keeps others from seeing all the freaky stuff you've been looking at yeah talking about you nick scarpino we've been using expressvpn for a long time it's been keeping me safe keeping me secure i just feel better being out on the internet knowing that expressvpn has my back protect your privacy today and get three months of expressvpn for free visit expressvpn.com slash kind of funny that's e-x-p-r-e-s-s-v-p-n.com slash kind of funny for three months free with a one-year package visit expressvpn.com slash kind of funny to learn more shout out to chime for sponsoring this episode new year new you maybe a you who leaves behind things that don't serve you like those dang overdraft fees when your checking account balance is running low the last thing you need is an overdraft fee but with chime an award-winning app and debit card you can save that hard-earned cash money without paying overdraft fees eligible members can overdraft up to two 
$100 on debit card purchases and cash withdrawals with absolutely no overdraft fees. Make your first good decision in 2022 and join over 10 million people using Chime. Sign up only takes two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. You can get started at Chime.com slash KF Games. That's C-H-I-M-E dot com slash KF Games. Banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Overdraft only applies to debit card purchases and cash withdrawals. Limits start at $20 and may be increased up to $200 by Chime. See Chime.com slash spot me and go to Chime.com slash KF Games to get started. As promised, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to some breaking news over at fanbite.com where the one, the only, the Don Imran Khan reports some details from the unannounced Resident Evil 4 remake. Uh, this is actually, I'm going to put as more of a required reading. I was breezing through it during the ads. Obviously, it's happening as we did it. Imran does great work and you should support him. I'm going to give you a couple paragraphs. So I'll start at the top, right? The remake for Resident Evil 4 has not been officially announced. If you're someone whose sole criteria for believing game information hinges on the fact that nothing is confirmed, then let me stop you early. Nothing in this report is confirmed. In part, that's because the game itself has not been confirmed. All the information here is provided by Fanbyte's sources, which are hopefully both trustworthy and accurate. As always, things change mid-development, and information can be out of date from different people. Uh, but the report featured below is the best uh, to our knowledge. This includes multiple verifications, but no official sanction from Capcom. And then Barrett goes, or I'm sorry, uh, Imran goes on to talk about what is happening and what they've heard. Uh, I thought this was interesting when they're doing it, right? Uh, hold on, sorry, one. Uh, the title was originally being developed by M2, a studio of former Capcom and mostly ex-Platinum Games developers that were also working on Resident Evil 3 remake. Capcom had apparently hoped to green. I'm sorry, had apparently hoped by green lighting the project that they could entice uh, Shinji Mikami, uh, the, cre- the original creator. Uh, I'm sorry, the original director of the game now at Tango GameWorks uh, to work on the title alongside his old friend. This is actually part of the reasoning behind the name two, M2. Uh, Mikami uh, was reportedly uh, intrigued by the offer, but felt Tango would fall apart without him and eventually declined. After some mixed response to Resident Evil 3 Remake, Capcom shifted the project internally and put Resident Evil 2 Remake's project leads on it. M2 shifted to a studio support, I'm sorry, shifted to a support studio for the title, uh, though their original work is still being used. From that foundation, Capcom is no longer looking for a strict scene-by-scene remake of Resident Evil 4, lauded though at though it, though it may be uh and then it goes on to talk about this there's a whole bunch more stuff some of the changes to the story such as giving side characters bigger roles and more screen time are also planned again this is a, a meaty report from the one the only imran khan the former and former go to fanbyte.com look for it there uh some details from the unannounced resident Evil 4 remake tim does that get you going does that get you excited oh i am so excited man i loved resident evil 2 remake and i really loved resident evil 3 remake it had its issues but like i am all about this resident evil 4 obviously a classic and it's been released ten thousand times uh ported to every single system known to mankind uh so it getting a remake is a bit of a surprise to me but at the same time it is one of the best games ever so them kind of taking it enhancing it in ways i'm even like jumping forward a little bit here and uh imran's talking about uh some of the the added content being the assign- assignment ada and uh just some of the, the the shorter campaign stuff that like we saw or heard about whatever being combined and fleshed out into a, a longer thing i like that and i like them the, he was talking about their their aim is to make it a little bit spookier than the first game was like to me that's kind of what these these type of remakes should be. It's like, take the spirit of the original, but modernize it. And we saw that with Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3, which stayed true to what those games were for the most part, but cut some things here that we didn't need, added some things there that were necessary, and overall just kind of provided a superior experience for me. I know there's a lot of hardcore fans out there that wouldn't agree with that, but I'm fine with them cutting the tower from 3. Didn't think that was necessary. So what they do with 4, very excited about. I hope that we hear about this sooner than later officially. We will wait and see. Yeah, I, I be if they've moved stuff around, and I don't know the timetable. And again, this is all breaking. I'm trying to catch up. But it'll be interesting to see how long before we hear something about it, Tim. What's your guess? When do you think you'd hear something about it? I mean, you know, Capcom has been releasing the Resident Evil games essentially annually, and yep. then they missed this year. Like, there's nothing this year right now. Yep. And it yep. was like early years early months of the year um for the resident evil 7 resident evil um 2 resident evil 3 and then village was may so i i think that we're, we're getting to a point where the development cycles might be a little bit longer and also uh to imran's uh, credit before i remember when he was back with us um he was talking about how he had heard that two and three were originally part of the same project 
Um, so that kind of would explain why they were able to be released so, so fast fire back to back. So, um, yeah, this it doesn't surprise me that like there is a little bit larger of a gap, but um, I'm hoping that we get this by early next year, you know, in the same way that uh, we yeah, got two three. two and three. Yeah. So yeah. that'd be really cool. We will wait and see, ladies and gentlemen. Again, head over to FanByte, read Imran's report on some details from the unannounced Resident Evil 4 remake. Number two on the Roper Report, Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit film and gaming rights are up for sale. This is Cynthia Littleton over at Variety. Hollywood is about to stampede into Middle Earth. An array of movie merchandising, gaming, and live events rights for the Lord of the Rings, the Hobbit, and other titles from uh, author J.R.R. Tolkien are coming up for auction now at the Saul Zenit uh, company has decided to sell its token holdings. Uh, Zenit Co. Uh, has hired ACF Bank. Uh, this, who's gonna buy? Uh, the token properties are projected to fetch at least $2 billion based on recent high valuations for their top tier IP and content producers. Uh, the Zenit uh, company holdings uh, encompass uh, rights to exploit Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit properties in film, video games, merchandising, live events, and theme parks. It also includes limited matching uh, hold on, to, uh, rights uh, should the token estate decide to make movies or other content based on the two compilations of Tolkien writings which were published after his death in 1973. This is here for a simple reason. I say... Read them, Greg. Read the published names. Oh, the Similarian and the Unfinished Tales of Numeron and Middle-Earth, you fucking dorks. I say that what we do, Tim, is we get the thermometer out. I know it's not kind of funny Mm -hmm. day yet. It'll Mm -hmm. be kind of funny day when the studio's ready, but we get a thermometer now. We raise at least $2 billion. Mm -hmm. We buy these rights put all this shit in a safe lock it throw it into the ocean just be done with lord of the rings i, How many I like fucking that times do i gotta hear about these shitty elves why aren't we talking about clerks three kevin and why are about we talking say, about clerks three why are we talking about what gandalf is well, up to I mean, in this goddamn this point, amazon we, series? But, but let's be honest at this point do we really want a clerks three we've seen what kevin smith's been up to and like i, I Man, you turn on kevin smith me. so fast you turn on kevin smith so fast you did not like reboot fault, and that was the end of it Reboot was great. You're crazy. I can't wait for Clerks 3. Great? Yeah. Remember, you got mad at me during the, the in-review about this. In-review. Maybe. Jane Silent Bob Maybe. Reboot. Right, look. Hey, hey, man. Like, if you're keeping track of my feelings, fuck you, all right? That's not what you're about. You know? <laughs> you're keeping <laughs> track of my feelings. <laughs> I love that. I was going to say we buy it somehow. We we need to. Do we, is there any crazy scheme? What's up? That's what I just said. Oh, right, well, that was step one. Or wait. Buy what? Step one, we buy it. Step two, we put, we put it, in the, it in the safe and throw it in the ocean. Yes. Step three, we don't throw it in the ocean. We give it to Kevin Smith. I want to see what Kevin Fuck. Smith can do. Fuck that. Yeah. You just blew my mind. But he doesn't earn it until he figures out how to get in the safe. Oh, cool. It's like an escape room. Mm-hmm. Saying million dollar idea. Put it on an FT. That's so Accordingly, it's a $2 billion idea according to this thing. If you got $2 billion, go for it. But that's what's happening. I, I mean, just wanted to make a joke about Lord of the Rings. trying to make a bunch of money. You know what I mean? Like they and good for them. Good for the Silmarillion. You know what I'm talking about? Go get Similarian. your cash, I know that. I, I, I've heard Lucy talk about that shit before. Isn't mm-hmm. that what, didn't they pull that in? They pushed some of that shit into the Hobbit so they could pad out the Hobbit. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Because the book's super short, but they're like, let's make money and make three you're, of them. You're definitely saying it wrong, Greg, just so you know. Similarian? Not a chance. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely you, not you, you definitely said Numenor wrong. <laughs> no, Numenor no. is right. Yeah, yeah but Greg, the right way. No, you didn't. You said Numeron. <laughs> I, we, again, wow, like, dude. I didn't know you were one of these dorks. Show me your little elf <laughs> pendant. Get out of here. You know what I mean? Shut up, Tim. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know what you mean. Number three, Horizon's got some cool accessibility features. <laughs> Obviously, we always talk about games after the fact that it fucked up accessibility. Obviously, PlayStation's been trying to do better. I mean, a whole bunch of people have too, but we talk about The Last of Us and what an impressive suite that was. Uh, Gorilla has posted a whole bunch over on the the blog. If you just want to scroll through at random, Kevin, just to show how detailed they are. Uh, they got difficulty. They got controller settings. They got audio. They got it. You name it. They got it to try to make uh, Forbidden West a game everybody can play. I'm going to read uh, the difficulty section. I thought that was interesting. We understand that every player wants their own type of challenge in the Forbidden West. So we have five difficulty settings that are tailored to give you the experience you prefer. From story mode, which eases the combat experience so you can focus on exploration and story, to very hard, which presents you with a tough, demanding combat experience and really tests your skills. Of course, I just talked recently on PS I Love You XOXO about Sifu in the context of we were talking between Janet and Blessing and myself of like, you know, when a challenge is too challenging and turns you off to a game, similar to what we're talking about with Dread. I referenced uh, when we talked about on PS I Love You, is Returnal too hard? We had accessibility expert, the blind gamer, Steve Saylor on, and he was very clear about 
I don't want just a easy mode. I want to be able to tweak things. Uh, Gorilla just put in the first part of like, well, we have an easy mode, but they go further. We're also introducing the custom difficulty setting, which allows you to adjust damage levels that Aloy deals and receives to and from enemies, giving more flexibility in adjusting combat difficulty. Horizon Horizon for... Midden West has a focus on hunting machines, then detaching, I'm jumping around by the way, and then detaching and looting their resources to craft ammo and upgrade equipment. Many of these resources can be destroyed if not detached before the machine is killed. This can be challenging, so we've introduced an easy loot system. Turning on the easy loot option means that any resource component that is still attached when killing a machine are added to its loot inventory. This lessens the need to detach those components during combat. The system is the default for story and easy, but you can do it. In, you can put it as an option in custom. Uh, this stuff goes on like this: controller settings. Horizon Forbidden West has a, f- a few preset controls, but we also impl- fully we implemented fully remappable gameplay controls with the guidance of any potential conflicts, meaning you can fully customize which button uh, or input does what. Uh, another new feature is the copilot system which grants a second playstation controller with mirrored controls access to the game this only requires another controller for us and a second user profile the co-pilot system was implemented thanks to incredible feedback and support from our sightless accessibility consultant then audio they have a whole bunch of different stuff but i thought this was cool audio wise there are individual volume controls for music speech and sound effects you can also force mono audio and you can remove uh, tinnitus sounds which are the triggering sounds eg machine shrieks which are similar to tinnitus sounds again this is a glance. This is skimming the surface of what's in this article, let alone what's in the game. I, if you are into accessibility, I urge you to go over to the blog and read the entire report from Gorilla. But even if you're not, I think it's just cool to see, again, what we've talked about so much, right? Where accessibility leads into approachability. And, you know, again, listening to the Steve episode of PS I Love You about Returnal, talking about the fact that, you know, Blessing and me, for that matter, use subtitles all the time, which is something that was implemented for accessibility, but actually benefits everybody. So being able to put stuff in there really i think works in ter- easy loot sounds like a great thing because i know how many times especially in the end game i'm hunting a very specific thing and this is in the first rise and not the next one i'm hunting a very specific thing i want to go get it and i remember that being a huge pain of i killed it the wrong way or i blew the sack off whatever fucking thing i was trying to get you know what i mean sam i hate when you blow oh, yeah. the sack off i hate that so much this is great this is playstation studios continuing to to show how important this stuff is and push it forward and innovate on it and standardize it and i think that's the biggest thing is they're standardizing this they the last couple major releases, whether it was Ghost or Last of Us Part Two, and all of that, have been pushing this forward. And I, I love that they are kind of putting it front and center with these blogs, and they are talking about it pre-release, like you you brought up earlier. Really great stuff. Um, and I, I think that we're going to see a lot more of this in the future from the the rest of their projects. And I think it's going to start to trickle down even more and more yeah. throughout all of PlayStation Studios projects. And I, think I think all that, gaming in general too. I think but, the jig's well, up that you have to do it. Absolutely. But I think that it it really needs to start uh, with people at the top saying this matters and this is the thing that we are expecting from you. And I think that we've seen a lot of that from PlayStation Studios. We've seen it a lot from Xbox Game Studios and it's starting to trickle down. And at this point, they own a lot of the industry. So uh, I think that it's going to continue to to go that way. But I'm happy that they are making those, those moves and it is going to start to become... Uh, something that they get dinged on and it's going to affect their their reviews and their metacritics when they don't have that stuff for sure uh obviously you know you heard xbox say but it's all you know everything's better when we can all play together so obviously these are cool settings that i think we'll all benefit from but yeah making sure everybody can play games is a pretty great thing remember of course uh horizon forbidden west review embargo is monday february 14th that is monday just monday i can say monday uh kind of funny we'll have a review up as kind of funny games cast of course you can write into patreon.com slash kind of funny games right now with any questions you try to want answer on the review and if that wasn't good enough also write into ps i love you because we'll be doing the faq based on your you read the reviews in the morning on monday you send in your questions right away we record that afternoon you get it on tuesday so you can hear it all there uh let's stay in the playstation ecosystem number four this is a fun one the uncharted audiobook is going to be narrated by voice actor nolan north this is jordan moreau over at variety Nathan Drake himself will be the voice of the audiobook for Sony's upcoming Uncharted movie. Nolan North, who voiced Drake in the massively popular PlayStation video game series, will narrate the official novelization of the film, Variety can exclusively report. North, a prolific voice actor and TV actor, will provide the voice for every character that appears in the films, including Tom Holland's younger version of Drake. Quote, I got to do Antonio Banderas, a little bit of Mark Wahlberg, and put on my own Boston accent a little bit, North told Variety in an interview. And then Nathan Drake. I didn't do Tom Holland, though. I kind of just did me. I tried to young him up a little bit. 
Uncharted, the official movie novelization, will be released by Penguin Random House uh, Publishing on February 22nd, a few, day after the, a few days after the film hits theaters on February 18th. Sci-fi and horror author uh, S.D. Perry, who has penned novels in the film and gaming franchises like Alien, Resident Evil, and Star Trek, wrote the book. Yo, first off, shout out to S.D. Perry. Those Resident Evil novels were bangers. The novelization of the first game is awesome. I think I read that thing like 10 times when I was little. So I love that S.D. Perry's still out here killing the game. Um, This is hilarious when you start breaking down what this is. Uncharted is a video game that Nolan North is the voice of. They're making a movie that Nolan North is not a part of. They then wrote a book based on... He's a part of it, maybe. Well, he's not a part. He's not Nathan Drake. He's not one of the the leads. Then we we got the... uh, the book based on that movie and now the voice from the game is doing the voices from the thing but he's not doing the voice of the character of the of the actor in the movie version he's doing his version from the games but younger what the fuck is all of this i can't wait to see how this goes shout out to nolan north super fucking cool love how talented that guy is and i can't wait to see what this movie is as you know I have a crush on tom holland i think he's amazing and i love him and everything i see him in right uh uncharted movie going to see this thing the thing I'm most excited for is trying to see where Nolan's cameo is going to be. We saw him on set. We saw him in the blue and white baseball tee, which was the concept art for the original uh, Drake and uncharted. I, that means at some point he's going to hit shoulders with Tom Holland and the thing and be like, Oh, oh and they'll say, they'll say, bleh, one bleh, line bleh. Bleh. I hope he says exactly. That. <laughs> oh, goddamn Dorado. Maybe the top of his wallet. I don't know what's going to happen, but that's what I can't fucking wait for. Yeah. Can't fucking That'd be wait. Cool. Next Number week. five on the, what? Huh? Next week. Right. The movie uh, film hits theaters. February 18th. 18th. Yeah, next week. Okay, next well, a little over that. No, you're right. No, that's, no that's, right. that's right. Next week, yeah. You're right. Friday, next Friday. A week from Friday. A week from tomorrow. Yeah, you're that's right. how weeks work. Yeah, yeah. There will be a screencast review. I'm looking oh. at eight days. Eight days doesn't sound like a week. Can I be I on the screencast right. review? You can, Greg. I love it. I'm excited for that. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Kevin. Hit the bricks. Number five. Okay. The Sim 4 wedding expansion won't go to Russia because they're kind of homophobic. This is Luke Plunkett. Not kind of. They're homophobic. The government. Luke Plunkett over at Kotaku writes, The Russian government is notoriously homophobic to the point where a law passed in 2013 that everyone outside of Russia simply refers to as the Russian gay propaganda law, which goes a long way to explaining why EA won't be releasing the latest Sim expansion in the region. In a blog post called Our Commitment to You, a letter to our players from the Sims team, developers Maxis explained that one of the wedding-themed expansion storylines involving a same-sex marriage between two characters was, quote, not something we could freely share around the world, end quote. In particular, the team wanted to explain the decision we've made to not release this pack in Russia. It comes down to a simple choice. The team could tell the stories they wanted to tell and avoid the Russian market, upsetting some local fans, or they could water down their content to meet the needs of a certain, quote, of certain, quote, federal laws and release the game in the country. They chose the former. I'm going to join the letter in progress. The ability to tell stories, any story, is at the core of what we do at The Sims. Holding back Cam and Dom's story meant compromising the values we live by. We are committed to the freedom to be who you are, to love who you love, and to tell stories you want to tell. So, what does this mean for you, our players? We are steadfast in upholding that commitment by shining a light on and celebrating stories like Dom and Cam's. So, we have made the decision to forego the release of My Wedding Stories, where our storytelling would be subject to changes because of federal laws. Regrettably, this means that members of the Sims community in Russia will not be able to purchase this game pack. To our Simmers around the world, we are grateful to have you in our universe. With love and gratitude, the Sims team. Boo. Fuck yeah, rock on, Sims team. You yeah. know what I mean? Boo, boo like, for the, the Russians. Yay for the Oh, of course. You, oh, my God. No, fuck that. This, the Russian government for having this homophobic law. Get fucked. Get out of here. That's stupid. But like, for in this part of this equation of the game developers, I love the fact that they didn't back down. I love the fact yeah. that they didn't water it down. They didn't do something stupid or patch it out or whatever. They're going to eat the cost of whatever that would have been. Not yeah. that that matters and just be done with it. Like, that's the way to do it. Keep telling your stories and keep, Dude, you know. Totally. And shout out to Sims, man. I, I feel like Sims has always been so progressive with all this stuff, like, from the beginning. Like, I feel like they've pushed the games industry forward since whenever the hell the first game came out. I don't even remember. But I was like, was it the 90s or was it the early 2000s? Either oh way, well, shout they, out to They both Sims. feel the same. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But shout out to them continuing to keep up that energy. Well, now you got me interested. I know somebody will, you're wrong me in a second anyway. But uh, first release, February 4th, 2000. Yeah, wow. 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 22 years. And the final one is that uh, uh, I got Shoes Bag of Indies, I called it, over on the PlayStation blog today. They made seven different indie announcements that they did that thing where they just go, hey, we're going to put up a bunch of blog posts today. And everybody's like, oh, that's kind of the blue. I wish I knew about it. What's going on? 
Uh, so the games they talked about were, and I'll give you the news if there's any news. Moss Book 2 had some stuff up there. They, they talk about the game, but they don't give you news. Uh, Animal Well is coming to PlayStation 5. It's going to be out later this year or early next. Uh, they show TMNT Shredder's Revenge stuff. Uh, Post Void is coming to PS5 just stuff. and PS4 this spring. Master Splinter is playable, baby. Let's go. My apologies, everybody. I missed that. I missed I, it's You know, I mean, he I'm looking awesome. for it. I saw him with his, like, long arm punching somebody. It's sick, man. He, his pixels look really rad. I need a release date. Give it to me. I need to know, is there online play, Greg? There better be. 2022. Damn. Jesus. Damn, uh, exploring the upgraded uh, Assault and Sacrifice, they showed a bunch. They talked more about that. That's coming out on May 10th. Uh, Samurai Gun 2 is coming to PlayStation 5. And then Hello 2 uh, was announced for PS4 and PS5. Uh, there's a beta coming April 7, 2022. Tim, mm-hmm. April 7th, 2022 is so far away and 20 days before my birthday. But oh. if I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grab shops, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show host each and every weekday. Yeah. Out today, it's a Thursday. Get ready. It's a dumping ground. Eventually, I'm going to stop saying platforms. Don't switch. Dump it. Uh, Kung Fu Kickball is on literally fucking everything as I look at it. Uh, Breakout Recharge is on literally fucking everything as I look at it. Uh, Power Slave Exhumed is on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Uh, Eglia Rebirth is on Switch. Rise of the Third Power is on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Edge of Eternity is on everything except PC. Just all the console. No Switch. All the PlayStations, all the Xboxes. Crossfire X is on all the Xboxes. Uh, Real quick, Crossfire X, just want to say, Snowbike Mike's been talking it up. He's like, yo, the multiplayer, absolute trash. Single player, three hours, not that bad. Not that bad. Bringing endorsement. Yeah, I saw, I saw. I think I want to say Luke Plunkett on Twitter being like, Crossfire X's multiplayer is like <laughs> a sin against God. Like it's some, I mean, if somebody else is like, this is the one of the worst multiplayer experiences that's ever been, ever. So I'm excited to see what that's all about. Uh, Grapple Dog, Switch PC. Uh, here we go. This is all Switch shit. Blips, Retro Bowl. <laughs> Spy Fox and Dry Cereal. Mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue Cloud Version. Kingdom Hearts. Hold on. Somebody already, you're wrong me. Oh, Jesus, you're wrong me. Kingdom Hearts Int Egram Masterpiece. <laughs> I fucking know the next one. Masterpiece Cloud Version. Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 plus 2.5 Remix Cloud Version. Kingdom Hearts 3 plus Remind DLC Cloud Version. Noel the Mortal Fate. Cellular Harvest. Nape Retroverse Collection. Pajama Sam 2. Thunder and Lightning aren't so frightening. Putt Putt saves the zoo. Welcome to Elk. Kittens and Yarn. Fuck Castle- you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Castle Morihisha. Oh, that's also on PC. Derpy Conga. Valus. The fan. The, the fat. The phantasm. Yeah. Uh, Valus. The Phantasm Soldier Collection. Sword of Elip- El- El- Elpsia. Elpsia, sort of Elpsia. Dino Galaxy Tennis, Death what? Park, Perpetual Motion, no, per- 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 Mobile, Pajama Sam, no need to hide when it's dark outside. About an Elf, Inua, A Story of Ice and Time, Ocean's Heart, Cardboard Kings, Card Shop Sim, No by Heart, Kingdom of the. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Inua is on PC as well as Switch. Cardboard Kings, Cardboard. Cardboard King Card Shop Sim is on PC. No by Heart is on PC. Kingdom of the Dead is on PC. Blood West is on PC. Oh, God. Cardboard Kings. Cardboard was spelled with a K, but then Card Shop. Card was spelled with a C. I don't, I don't even try anymore. Go anymore. join West Virginia, man. Get out of here. You're not even trying anymore. Um, new dates for you. Never Alone 2 is officially on its way with a sequel to the BAFTA uh, 2015 never alone 2 is officially on its way with a sequel to the 2015 bafta winning platform in pre-production no date but there's news for you there uh rumbleverse got delayed if you remember but iron galaxy is inviting all pc players to join a limited time network load test participation is simple players who wish list rumbleverse on the epic game store will automatically be granted to the network test on saturday february 12th 1 to 3 p.m uh connecticut jesus i'm tired <laughs> central time again this is all epic game store 
Uh, deals of the day I got for you as well. Uh, there's a free weekend of multiplayer on PlayStation. PlayStation rights. Share the multiplayer love this Valentine's Day. Uh, play online with family and friends from February 12th through the 14th. No PlayStation Plus required. Meanwhile, Xbox has announced its free play days for this weekend. Golf battle and shred this weekend and free play days. Valkyrie Revolution, PGA Tour, 2K21, and Riders Republic are all available this weekend for Xbox Live Gold and Xbox Live Game Pass Ultimate members to try for free until monday morning 1201 a.m tim mm-hmm. we ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games to go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell me what we screwed up as we screwed up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and listening on podcast services around the globe nanobiologist writes in and says nintendo hasn't confirmed if you can change mo- modes in metroid dread on the fly but the new easy mode is just increased health recovery unless they add more info to it soon it's out though right so wouldn't somebody have corrected me maybe nobody's done it but yeah i, I doubt you're gonna be able to pass it back and forth but i, I feel like that's a nintendo thing but we'll see oh my god Oh my God! Just Tom, you're a huge Lord of the Rings dork. Shut up. Kebabs, Kebabs puts on his little wizard hat to be his own version of Gandalf and writes in and goes, "The Hobbit movies added content from the appendices of the Lord of the Rings, not the Silmarillion. The appendices are all stories Tolkien couldn't fit naturally into Lord of the Rings that explain the extra superfluous details." Get out of here! Nobody cares. Um, that's nanobiologist is arguing with Variety. You can take it up with Variety about the Uncharted release date. Um, okay, okay. Nanobiologist says it's like Integral. This is a different one, but um, in the end, basically saying it's necessary masterpiece. Get your heads out of your ass, square. So Integrum is what you want me to say. Got it. Integrum. Got it. Kingdom Hearts. Integrum. Mister Mister Pieces. I said. I think I said that at the end. Tim? Yeah. That's another episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, each and every weekday, uh, we come to you with the nerdy news you need to know about. Uh, You can get Kind of Funny Games Daily, of course, on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games, RoosterTeeth.com, podcast services around Tink Tink the Globe. Uh, If you want to go that extra mile, of course, Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. You can go there to write in. You can go there to get the show ad free. You can go there to get the exclusive post show we're about to record. However, if you're not coming and you don't want to go, I guess we wouldn't go yet because we record it over there and we post it later. If you want to hang out on Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games where you can watch us record the show for live for free, Oof, I'm falling apart. The wheels are coming off this week. Uh, you can stick around here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games to see Mike and Blessing play that Apex Legends update. If that wasn't good enough for you, of course, you get one more kind of funny games daily to close out this week. It will be tomorrow. It will be Blessing alongside Aaron Ashley Simon hosting, Sick. telling you what's up and having She's a good so time. She's so rad. Y'all are in for a treat with that one. Tim, we got a post mm-hmm. show to do over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. But until next time, for everybody else, it's been our pleasure to serve you. <laughs>